Mastanda Neni Ma Africa and uh, uh, that is Vosikumalo Unite Africa Unite and featuring uh, Lebo Mashile and thank you once again for tuning in. This is Lifetime Live with me, Chris Alda Dudumash and we're going to have a conversation now about uh, getting to know the heritage, um, the mannerisms, the culture um, of uh, coloured people and also understanding the appropriate phrases to refer to um, uh, coloured people. Do we say um, the descendants of the San people, the Nama people, the Gorana people, uh, the Gekwa people, uh, which is uh, the appropriate uh, term? Uh, do we say uh, the Kamisa people? And that's what we're going to be exploring. That's what we're going to be focusing on. And coming up next, uh, in the next hour, uh, Sir NSPLA is going to be focusing on everything else that's happening. Um, uh, and I see that uh, Job Summit is trending right now and some of the comments are saying uh, is it me or most of the delegates at the job summit um, talk shop as he refers to it uh, don't even know uh, the faintest idea of how uh, being jobless is like nor do they face uh, immediate prospects of uh, being unemployed and that's from Vusi Sambo and uh, many messages that are coming through and outside um, at the job summit in, in Midrand there is picketing as well and that's going to be the conversations that uh, Sir NSPLA will be focusing on in the next um, uh, conversation that will be uh, the home run. Uh, but right now, let's uh, focus on um, just talking about. Uh, getting to know colored people and if you are a proud colored person give us a call and even tell us how you would like to be referred to um and and if if uh, you know being referred to as colored if that is uh, appropriate and that's what we're going to focus on in the next um coming up next lifetime live with Criselda. All right, uh, Lifetime Live, and uh, let me just uh, welcome my guest now, um, and thank you so much for taking our call, Professor Reginelle Dean of uh, the Faculty of Theology and uh, Professor of uh, Missiology in Stellenbosch University. Good afternoon and welcome. Good afternoon, Chris Alda, and thank you for the opportunity and the invitation. Let's talk about the origins of uh, what we now refer to as as colored people and talking um, to the then laws, uh, colonial laws that uh, use the define and rule uh, to to express itself in defining or defining people. Yes, uh, of course, um, like um, Extapria recently said, in a sense, we are all mixed. Uh, We we all come from a different uh, uh, heritages. Um, uh, in terms of specifically the group which is uh, commonly referred to as, as the colored community, uh, one would refer to the Khoi uh, people on the, in the Cape, uh, one would refer to the Sun people, but, but then of course also descendants of people that came from uh, the East uh, Asian uh, uh, subcontinent, uh, specifically Indonesia, Malaysia, through, through slavery and some prominent people who were also banned here. Mm. And and because of that, the kind of, um, I can call, uh, uh, interracial mixture uh, on the Cape and uh, the subsequent consequence. And, and the PRIA indicate that, in a sense, South Africans, as South Africans, we are all mixed. We are all, in some way or the other, family with each other. But mm. throughout the history, and in particular since 1950, uh, South Africa has also... Um, seen the, the the Population Registration Act, where particular identities and particular groups were uh, 
classified. Um, in that particular uh, law, mm. there were three uh, big groups that, that were named. There were Europeans at the time. It was called Europeans, the whites. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, what was called in the coloreds as well, uh, which were divided into seven subgroups. You referred to some of it, Griqua, uh, or Cape Malay, Asian, Chinese, and so forth. And then what was then referred to as the native group, uh, or the Bantu group. Um, so a lot of these terms changed over the years. Uh, in a sense, uh, there's not much talk about the Europeans. There's not much talk about the natives anymore, or Bantus anymore, really. Mm. Um, yet, there's one term, stick. Now, uh, Chrisella, I think it is important for us to also respect people's right to self-definition. Yeah. Uh, say, look, I am proud of, of being called this particular term, color. We have to respect them. Um, but also we have to also, I think, allow also the space for people to say that um, perhaps I'm not so comfortable with that term. So so I think it's it's about keeping mm. the fact that we have a very diverse group mm. um, and also keeping in mind how particular forms of legislation has impacted on the economic uh, position of these people. So... I think what Max Dupree is saying is, is right on the one hand, but he's not saying enough. Yeah. So he's not saying the fact that the, the Population Registration Act of 1950 um, played an impact in the in a way that the Africanization of of this particular group of mm. people. And uh, Teresa Melane uh, Matabate writes, uh, growing up colored, um, Heritage Day would always be one of the most awkward uh, celebrations for me. People at school would be wearing their traditional clothes uh, ready to, with answers about uh, what foods they will be eating and uh, what, what the clothes that they're wearing symbolize. Um, but I never knew what to say. So what mm. do we then regard as, as the heritage of the people that we're talking about right now? I think we'll have to allow space for people within that particular uh, group designation to say, look, my, I would want to uh, foreground my East Asian heritage, Malay heritage. Mm. Uh, and therefore, I would link to people uh, maybe in Indonesia or, you know, the, uh, like I said, I referred early to, you know, the East Asian connection. Some other people might say, look, on that particular day, September month, I want to foreground my son heritage. Mm. The fact that part of who I am, uh, my grandparents were also son. Mm-hmm. Other people might say, look, I have to acknowledge, I also have French heritage. I also have Dutch uh, uh, family members back in the day. So so allow me also to, to celebrate that. The fundamental problem is when we want to group a very diverse people. Um, if you, I'm just making a side note, uh, that this group in Cape Town or in the Western Cape might be totally different mm. from people, say, for instance, in KwaZulu-Natal around the Durban area. In Durban, you know, you might find communities who went with, who speak uh, English-speaking and who have to speak Zulu fluently. Uh, Cape Town, you might have people who speak uh, Afrikaans fluently, or cops, as, as often done. 
uh, or people who might also want to speak English fluently. So, and, and you know, a different dynamic. Northwest is a different dynamic. So let us allow the space for people to celebrate their diversity in uh, ways that uh, affirms them. So it doesn't mm-hmm. have to be an awkward moment. I, I guess it becomes awkward when people then say, uh, so many years later, uh, we still don't have a language um, that we we can claim as our own. Um, we still don't have development programs that are specifically targeted at our people. Uh, and, and how do we begin that conversation uh, without exactly what you're saying, that uh, without creating tensions, unnecessary tensions? And someone writes that uh, uh, a colonial and apartheid pass uh, of policies and laws based on define and rule is expressing itself with what we're seeing currently. Is mm. there truth to this? Yeah, I, I would say that we perhaps we have to look at um, how I look at it. Uh, perhaps we need to look at specific communities. Um, recently, uh, this week, we had this outburst out, uh, of violence in or uh, protest in communities like Bisbury, um, Park, to some degree. Um, yeah, in the Cape as well, Elsie Serafir, um, also in, in, in Bond. Prof, I tell you but, what, that, that line is not favoring us at all. I'm, I'm going to humbly request that perhaps you move around, and whilst you do that, let's pay the bills. Here, there, and everywhere. Yeah. SAFM 106.1 FM in Durban North. And I guess uh, Twitter is a buzz right now. People talking about the Job Summit. And uh, we also invite you to join in this conversation. Ernest Pile, Sir Ernest Pile is going to be dealing um, with uh, what's currently happening outside uh, the Job Summit. And also um, the, the uh, Job Summit as it unfolds. A lot of people complaining that amongst the panel, amongst the people who are invited, how many of them do even have an idea of what it's like not to be employed? And uh, those are the conversations that are coming up next. Right now, we're connecting to the people uh, of colored descent. I, I don't even know that, um, you know, uh, it, it's appropriate to say it's a colored descent or it's just a term that refers uh, to a specific people in our country. And Professor Reginel uh, Dean, he's uh, joining us as Dean of the Faculty of uh, Theology and uh, he's also a Professor of uh, Missiology and this is at uh, Stellenbosch University. Let's take some of your messages we invite you to connect with us whatsapp voice note on 0614104107 at safm radio both twitter facebook uh, and you can hashtag safm lifetime live sms's at 40938 charged at 150 and taking your calls 0891104207 and uh, an unsigned sms i prefer to be called a as this is my heritage and another one uh, colored people should be renamed um, the rainbow people and uh, given a priority and another unsigned SMS uh, should Namibian um, busters uh 
who are from mixed race be classified as colored. I'm not sure what that um, term is, but I know that uh, there are terms that are unacceptable, uh, that, that are derogatory. And uh, those are some of the questions that we would like to have answers on. Now, Prof, let's talk about what do we regard as... Um, a, a, how do we regard, are they even recognized within the institution, within the constitution of the country? Yeah, look, uh, in, in employment equity legislation, there is the three categories, uh, a white, African, Indian, or four, uh, Indian and colored. And, and that is, of course, an awkward thing uh, for, for, for some people, especially if you want to move beyond uh, racialized terms. Mm-hmm. But, but that, you know, the argument is that that is just to indicate and also to provide a, a particular metric mm-hmm. to be able to assess how, how much progress we've done. Um, just, just to come back to the term buster, of course, within the Namibian context, a lot of people within the Ryuboth, uh, uh community uh, would, would proudly wear um, the term buster. Um, but the point that I'm trying to make is that, and this is important, um, that we, we should allow uh, people to express the complexities of, of their identity. Mm. Um, and, and we should not see this as a group with one particular uh, characteristic. And um, as a result, we can't even define a language. And and Velmali uh, Picker yeah. on Twitter says, uh, Hello, Crystal, I'd like to be regarded, uh, I'd like to be called mixed race. Um, our culture has bits and pieces uh, from mm. other cultures. And uh, thank you for the discussion. Yeah, but, but look, I mean, let's be frank. All the races in South Africa are mixed. Mm. Um, whether the people would call themselves Afrikaners, where they would call themselves, uh, you know, uh, there's a Patrick Tariq who, who makes an argument that within the Khoi and the Tosa community, there's uh, a flow and there's actually no boundaries. If you look at the interplay between the cliques, if you look at the interplay in terms of the Eastern Cape mm. uh, between uh, families and communities, you might find that one particular family has uh, a white Afrikaner on the total on the left-hand side, as well as, you know, uh, uh, people categorize as colored mm. or even close on the other side. So, so I think we need to um, be sensitive to the diversity, but we also need to affirm that within the history of South Africa, because of this designation, people have suffered under apartheid. Yeah, and it's now, way much more complex than meets the eye. Correct. More and more people are sending messages to say, what do you regard me as? Uh, What are um, American coloreds called? Well, uh, in the American context, people might talk of biracial. But, but, I mean, let's let's fix our focus now on the continent, Africa, our continent. Mm. Uh, We, uh, within Namibia, within Botswana, within Zimbabwe, recently in Zambia, um, Kenya, you find all over our continent people who have in a sense been uh, acknowledged the fact that, and, and they feature still the fact that they have been mixed, but mixed. But we have to uh, uh, agree with each other that, um, you know, somebody said it beautifully, I, I listened to you now, somebody said we beautifully acknowledge the rainbow character of, of who we are. And when we start to acknowledge that, 
mm-hmm. en wie staat wat um, Tony Ender, Erinreis die other day sê wie, en wie staat to address the de-Afrikanisation yeah. of a particular group of people so that those people can come home so that we can affirm, you know, the red sand, the rui sand of the Kalahari, mm. or whether it be the, 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 the like Tabu Mbeki said in, in that beautiful speech, I am an African, yeah. you know, the, the, the herders who travail this land, uh, so that we all can come home, but also coming home, but acknowledging also our differences. And understanding what home means to each individual. Um, people right. might call me white, is an SMS um, from uh, Peter in Port Elizabeth. Uh, people might call me white as I used to be classified as white. Um, have a Dutch surname, um, but as a younger as your guest is saying, uh, we are all from mixed descents. And however, I speak four languages and consider myself an, an African through and through. And uh, let us forget the labels, black and white and colored and so forth and so forth. And how okay. do we then, uh, I mean, come Heritage Day, what are we celebrating? Zelda, like I said earlier, maybe just two comments. The one is, I think on Heritage Day, we can within the broader South African uh, community, we can acknowledge people. Some people will, m- might walk out and say, look, we, we will wear the, uh, the phallages of our sun in- uh, ancestors. Mm-hmm. Some people will say, look, we will wear, uh, you know, the clothes of our uh, Asian ancestors when they were brought here as slaves or as exiles. Sure. Other people will say, look, you know, we, we want to affirm the fact that our you know, we've got Dutch ancestry. Why not able to acknowledge that? That's the one point that I want to make. But yeah. secondly, and this is important, referring to earlier. In, in two seconds, sure. Yes, in two seconds, we need to acknowledge also the fact that our government has uh, deprived specific communities over the mm. last let's say, 23 years. And, and those communities have got names, mm. and that's why we see the anger today. Yeah. Um, if you look at those communities today, it's not only so-called colored people who are staying there. But the problem is because of the name, Vesperi, Aldous. You know, That's it. Thank you. Thank you very much. We connect to our people and um, thinking of those Cook sisters, those Bobotis, Chakalaka, Chatni, the Gatsby, Banichau, and uh, Melkdert, and Poikikos, Rasks. You make make my mouth water now. Sosatis. (laughs) I'm stopping. Thank you very much, (laughs) Professor, for joining us. Uh, Professor Reginel, who is a Dean of the Faculty of Theology, and uh, he is uh, from Stellenbosch University. That's where we end this conversation. Thank you so much to the team. Lesejo Mangwanyane, Botlokwa Matlosa, Zelma Kribi, Vosan Marule, and uh, Dream Team right there. Coming up next is the Home Run with NSPLA.